0: Deuce and mo,
1: Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, Deuce
0: and mo, Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Hey, welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast. We are getting closer and closer to the nba playoffs in sacramento our playoff coverage continues i'm deuce mason alongside morgan reagan we've got game one saturday night kings warriors golden one center have you allowed yourself to process that, Morgan Reagan?
1: Every time you talk about it, <laughs> I get re-excited. It is re-excited, yeah. Re-excited. Yeah. That's a word for sure. <laughs> no, I truly just love hearing it, Deuce.
0: Well, we want to drop a bonus podcast today because there is one person out there who predicts the Kings are going to beat the Golden State Warriors. We haven't even made our predictions yet. I don't even know if I can.
1: I'm not making a prediction. You're not? No.
0: I'm going to maybe force you to make one at some point. That's
1: not going to happen.
0: Well, one guy who did, ESPN's front office insider, Bobby Marks, says Kings in six. We had a chance to talk to him on the podcast. Well, well, well. The Kings are in the postseason for the first time since 2006, and we have to bring on a guy that we've talked to a lot throughout the years, but usually it's about, all right, let's talk a draft or right. off season. It's ESPN's front office insider, Bobby Marks. How you doing, Bobby?
2: I'm good, guys. I'm so happy I don't have to write a a Kings
0: (laughs) offseason article
2: today, and I don't have to talk to you about who they're going to hire as the next coach and what to do with the third pick in the draft, and, you know, the team behind me has to, New Orleans, they can worry about that, right? Like, all the teams that are out, but um, it's been a, um, I mean, it's been a great year in Sacramento and certainly exceeded expectations. i had them as... Um, I think I went on NBA today in August and they looked at me like I had three heads and I said that they were going to be a play in team. Mm. Um, that's right. I thought they really had a legit chance at at being a play in team and, um, certainly have, um, as I said, um, exceeded expectations, probably the most consistent team of the year, of the year, like from start to finish really, um, um not a big gap where like you know there was no like eight or nine game losing streak and um but yeah it's good uh, it's it's fun times it's, i'm sure it's fun times to be in northern california
0: it it really it's just strange because it's been so long what was bobby marks doing in 2006 oh, the last time
2: oh my time? god my son was my 17 <laughs> year old son was born his birthday was two. his birthday was tuesday he turned 17 he's a junior and he was born. We were getting ready for the playoffs. We played oh five oh six. We played in Indiana in the first round. Um, that was kind of towards the tail end of Jason Kidd era um, ish. And then we lost to that Heat team that wound up winning, uh, beating Dallas in the finals that year. And yeah, my fourteen year old was not born yet. And yeah, it's um. I was living in New Jersey too. So but, it's a little with things. And I had more hair. I was going to say the biggest thing. I had more hair. I love that you stress. said
0: that. I love that you said that. Cause I was literally about to say, I think Bobby actually had hair back then. Oh,
2: you're going for the hair. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause when my son was born, um, my, my son, Jake was born. I didn't go um, to Indiana for the first round. And I had this uh, a phobia whenever the team would go on the road and I wasn't with them. I, I couldn't watch the game live. Like I just get nervous a lot. And even what? when I was home, I would walk the concourse a lot. Yeah. So we were playing game three, I think. And I went, I mowed the lawn. I was out there mowing the lawn oh. and I had my phone in such a weird habit. And I would like kind of just peek at the score third, you know, and see, <laughs> okay, we're good. And then I'd go back and yeah, totally. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Like that stuff I don't have to worry about, but um, there's nothing, as there's nothing better than the playoffs. There's nothing better than a home game playoffs um you know it's a it's a roller coaster though i mean it's a roller coaster i mean that's what that's i would warn everyone who hasn't experienced in a long time it is a you know we in in 2013 we beat chicago by like 30 in game one blew them out and then lost game two and then you're thinking oh my god now we got a steal game on the road right and so it's it's just going to be the ebbs you could you know the ebbs and flows of this series where um, you, you know, hey, you might lose game one and you might think, oh, my God, this series does not come back to it come back after Golden State. But I think you just have to from a outsider, not within that locker room, you have to kind of just control your emotions throughout the series
1: see and that's it bobby because it's been so long just like we were talking about it is so foreign not only to us and to other kings fans in this city but you know we were talking even a little bit before the podcast just with the organization and everything all the little things that go into this and taking on a team that is the defending champs you know (laughs) it's just like what are the odds that it's like this but you started talking about how you thought that this could be a play-in team in the beginning of the season. I was I was kind of in that same boat, but when was it for you that you realized, okay, this is the real deal? What what switched that for you?
2: I, I just, they never moved out of that. They never really fell into the back of the pack, right? When Golden State and the Clippers and some of those teams were just hanging around 500, they never, they, they, I mean, they consistently stayed in the top three all season here. Um, I don't know if there was a, um, I don't know if there was a defining moment here. I mean, I think, I think what's helped is that this team has been healthy, right? There hasn't been, I mean, Sabonis has had the, the hand and, but he hasn't missed a, you know, a considerable amount of time here. Um, but I don't know if there was that one moment where I was like, man, this team could be good. I just thought like, you know, like I always say, give me 30 games, right? Like, give me 30 games. Let's see where this team is. And if they're still there, then I think they have a, you know, I think they have a um, a, a chance. And Mike's done a great job with this group. Oh. I think the, the, the best thing with Mike is that he's never really let their guard, let them allow to have their guard down. And I think that's the beauty of getting Golden State in the first round. Like nobody's pick. I mean, shit, I'm the only one who picked them, I think. And <laughs> someone else at ESPN, like yeah. Spears didn't even pick them. And I got to call Spears. <laughs> Cause he is the ultimate Sacramento fan yeah. and he didn't even pick them. And so I think it's, I think it worked out in their favor that you get golden state. Nobody's picking, you've got an edge, right? Us against the world mentality. They'll probably get some warrior fans in there. It's not like you're rolling in and you've got Minnesota, no offense to t- the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. but maybe you could take your foot off the gas a little bit here and you're going to have to play great basketball um, 48 minutes. It's like, and what they'll learn, what the Aaron will learn. Sabonis has been there, but what Keegan will learn is like, how valuable each possession is like how valuable each possession is in the NBA finals. And you got to get stops. You got to get stops when you need it. Right. Like, you know, it's cause it slows down. Like this game will slow down tremendously here, but it's been a great year. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I think they can win the series. I think I had them in six. So that means they're stealing a game in golden state somewhere. Um, but um but it's you know it's it's great for the league i think it's great for the league sacramento oklahoma city teams like that and i know it's been a long time in sacramento but that that didn't really skip you know didn't go out and spend 40 million dollars and had to trade four draft picks to get that one guy here where um they've kind of you know organically has have built the roster
0: yeah and it feels like it's kind of built to be sustainable here for at least a few years. Of course, tweaks won't be made and stuff, but I feel like it's a little more sustainable. You know, something you were talking about too was just the different types of play when it comes to playoff time, the physicality, the pressure. Uh, Mike Brown said something interesting yesterday. He said, the pressure's on the Golden State Warriors, right? There's no pressure on us. And I I thought that was an interesting message to put out there. And I I get it. It makes a lot of sense. I also want to go back to something you said about the, the series you said kings in six
1: yes what made you go
0: that route i mean with everything we just talked about like hey the physicality they haven't faced that the warriors they've been there they've done it why do you think this king's team can do something that no other western conference team has done in the steve kerr era and that's eliminate the golden state warriors
2: i'm not buying that goal of a sudden golden state can flip the switch on defensively mm. i haven't seen it I, I haven't seen it and i know you know, we can throw out their road record is awful. And you could say, well, all you have to do is just take one, right? Like they can win nine games during a regular season. All you got to win is game one or two. And then you have control of the series. I just, I haven't seen a consistent and you're going to get Wiggins back. And that's certainly going to make a difference, but I haven't seen a consistency from this roster from start to finish here. And I think everyone is just relying on that championship equity, right? Championship equity. That's why we should give them the doubt. I don't, I I don't give them the doubt. I think their bench is a lot different than a year ago. Um, You know, you get Peyton back. Yes. And, you know, pool will come off the bench. Divincenzo. I think the size could hurt them a little bit here. I mean, you're basically relying on Looney and green. Um, You know, your depth isn't there. Um, Of course you got Thompson and and Curry, which is tough, but I'm, I just, I'm I'm looking at the whole body of work this year. It hasn't been consistent enough for me to think that this is a chance. I mean, Hey, If you get if they get through the um, the first round, then I could say you know what, then here they go, here they go. But I think I would rather face this team in round one than than in the Western Conference Finals. Like get them early. Like that's I think that's going to be the important part. I agree, and and
0: I've been I've been mixed on how to look at the Warriors season, just because you're right, they've been inconsistent. But with Wiggins missing so much time, Curry missed time. That, that, that win at home where they rallied back against the Pelicans stuck out to me. Yeah, I that, felt- that was probably,
2: if you're going to, if you're going to look at a moment, like a yes. signature moment, that would be the moment. And it was a home game, but that second half, and you're thinking like this, if they're going to do it, this is how they're going to have to do right. it. Right. But and so basically, so what it has to happen is Draymond to lose his mind, right? Like he did in the <laughs> yeah, first half, okay. get him going. <laughs> Right. Like, and basically everyone rally around that. So I think that's going to be the big thing is like, you're going to have to keep your composure here, right? Like you're going to have like, whether it be Sabonis or I think Keegan's going to be, you know, this is new to him, right? This isn't round one of the NCAA tournament in Iowa. Like this is a whole new, but Harrison's, Harrison's got championship equity. Yeah. You know, he's, he's been here before. Um, The big thing is, is, is to keep your composure you get out to a 28-14 lead on game one, like it ain't over, right? Like it ain't over. Just You got to just stay consistent. But that New Orleans game, if you are looking at that one game that could be a signature moment for Golden State, why people should pick them, That's probably it.
1: Yeah. I mean, they like you talk about flipping the switch. That was like the moment that they flipped the switch, all the turnovers in the first half. And then that second half, they really cleaned it up. Their offense looked a lot better swinging the ball around. So you you feel like they're capable and it's still there. But something that Mike Brown also talked about was just not showing any signs of doubt, right? And that's where you keep your composure. Do you think that there's going to be an X factor player from the Sacramento Kings roster in this series. That's I mean, and I think when I think of composure, I think of like Keegan Murray and I yeah. think he could be an X factor, but at the same time I go rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah. What about, what about for you? Malik. Okay. I think
2: it's Malik monk. I just like, I'm, I'm going to dial back for like 20 years ago, being in New Jersey, we had Lucius Harris, who was our sixth man. And he was so big in the playoffs because a guy who can come off your bench and hit shots, like especially when the game slows down and you're basically in the half court, you're you're going to need one of those guys to come off, um, give you 12 to 14 points consistently off their bench. I think for me, it's it's um, it's Malik. I'm not worried about De'Aaron first time around. Herter's been there before in Atlanta. Um, you know, certainly you mentioned Keegan Barnes Sabonis has been in the playoffs, uh, before, um, Trey Lyles is, could be an X factor. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're going to see what you'll see is seven or eight guys. Mike will go with, I mean, the rotation certainly shortens here and, um, maybe certain see an, another player kind of spot minutes, but I think for me, it's probably Malik, just the ability to kind of come off the bench and make shots. Today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet,
0: smart money podcast. Nerd Wallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money.
1: The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year.
0: Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd Wallet smart money podcast yeah
1: because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even
0: that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you One thing that I, I was looking at, it, it's really weird with Sacramento because defense gets brought up a ton, right? They they haven't improved maybe like Mike's wanted to them to in year one. But they're 24th on the season. At home, they have the twenty-ninth defensive rating in the NBA. On the road, eighth. And I, I I don't know what that means. I don't know how to to think about that. I don't know if that's a focus thing. But I just wonder if Sacramento has a different level that they can get to now with the playoffs here. There's not like going to be the lulls in the season. Like you said, they got to be ready. Game one. Like you can't dick around with the Warriors. You got to be ready to go. I don't think they're a team that's top 10 in defensive rating, but maybe they're not as bad as they have been at home. Where where do you think Sacramento can be defensively? Do, Do you think they can be better come playoff time?
2: I think you'd probably be in the middle of the pack. So, I mean, is that 15th? It's it's funny because I think when you're at home, you kind of exhale a little bit here. And I think there is a focus issue sometimes defensively that you can just, hey, we're, we can just outscore teams and we're just going to rely on our home crowd, right? Like we can get down eight and we're just going to rely on us, them to get us on a 10-0 run. We'll make shots. We'll get out and transition. I think when you get on the road, it's, it's harder because – it's basically us against the world, right? It's us against 20,000 people in an arena. And basically, we have to stick together here, where at home, you probably take your foot off the gas a little bit. But so it's different right now. Yeah. It's different here where you lose a game. You're down, right? You lose two games. this thing could be over by next weekend here. So I do think, are they a top 10? Can they be a top 10 defense? I don't know about that, but can they be a consistently 15th out of, you know, 30 teams? Um, Can they be in the middle of the pack out of the, you know, out of the 16 playoff teams? I think they can, but as I said, like you can't get in a position where it's a track meet. Like it, you can't, like if we're seeing scores in like high one twenties, I think it could be trouble, trouble a little bit, but you've got to string along some
0: stops along the way. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's going to be key. And uh, one other thing I was looking at is just from a coaching perspective, Mike Brown spent a lot of time there and it wasn't like, Oh, he was there a year and the guy's next job. No, he was there a long time. He's been a part of championship runs. Steve Kerr's right-hand guy. Like they spent a lot of time together. I'm not trying to overblow it, but I, I, I feel like that's a significant storyline in this series: is the Kings' coaching staff having some familiarity with not only Warriors players but the other coaches.
2: Oh, it has to. I mean, if 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 Sacramento had hired, um, I don't know, um, Mike D'Antoni, let's say, I would be like, yeah, I mean, they got a disadvantage. You know, Mike hasn't faced you know Golden State much. You know, certainly when he was in Houston, like yeah. I. But considering that Mike was in Golden State for you know the 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 good portion of these championships and the roster is sim is the same except for basically D Vincenzo and Anthony Lamb right like that's kind of a, Michael Green you know yeah the core guys are there right Curry Thompson green Looney pool, um Wiggins like that group is still there so I I mean of I mean it, it doesn't hurt you yeah. I mean it doesn't hurt you that there's some familiarity there.
0: If the Kings can win this series, do you think they could make a deep run here?
2: I, I mean, the the West is different than the East. I think the Eastern conference is top, you know, the three, I don't, outside of the four or five, I think that's the, the uh, Cleveland, New York series. That's probably the most competitive series. I think the top three teams could walk into a conference semis pretty easily. I think you can make the argument for any, any of those three teams that can um Milwaukee, Boston, Philly can make an NBA final. I think in in the, um, I think in the western conference i think it's seven deep i think seven teams can make the, the, the nba finals that's why <laughs>
0: that
2: i mean i gotta say i mean i gotta say the lakers because i work for espn we have got <laughs> you know we consistently have to talk about them Dude. so um i think yeah i mean i think you know certainly denver there's so much parity memphis uh Sac, phoenix of course is pretty much a lot of people are picking um clippers we'll see if they can get uh-huh. through phoenix can you get paul george back now you're looking at a Laker team, certainly LeBron AD. I wasn't sold on the Minnesota game. Like I, I tweeted it during like the overtime. I said, like, can these two team time, two teams tie and just have Memphis advance to the next round. I literally actually said- thought Actually, people actually thought I was serious. They're like, you know, you can't do that. And oh like, God. No, I know. I, know, I, know. Twitter,
0: yeah, I, I literally <laughs> said, send both teams home. I, I was just like, I'm done with this. Um, like I, that was so- pretty ugly.
2: Yeah, I mean they got to play a lot better to get through Memphis here. So, and then, you know, whoever's going to be 8 Minnesota or um OKC, I don't I don't see it, but um I think I think it's top 7 um it's top seven um, deep as far as parity. I think any of these teams can get to a uh, can get to a, to a conference NBA in an NBA finals.
1: And that that's what's crazy about this year, Bobby, is just that you think about for the Sacramento Kings, it's been sixteen seasons, and it's this year <laughs> that they choose to go to the playoffs when the Western Conference it's is at its best, right? We're just so stacked. So many teams right there next to each other. Um, But I think like we've already mentioned, I think the coolest thing is that the Sacramento Kings didn't limp in. They didn't have to go play in limp into the playoffs. They home held court advantage. In the they first stayed round. consistent in that three spot. So yeah, it's a, it's a wild West.
0: Yeah. The, the one other thing I wanted to mention before we go, I, I'm curious, you mentioned the size advantage with Sabonis down there. I wonder how long Kerr sticks with like that Draymond yeah. Looney front line, or does he elect to maybe go small and and put Sabonis in some tough positions defensively?
2: Well, that I mean, so that's the that's going to be the key matchup as far as you know. Do you match what Sacramento rolls out? If it's a, a you know Murray Barnes Sabonis front um you know front court here, does. The, does Looney, um you know does Looney takes a bonus and and uh, draymond has you know chases barnes around here that's the beauty of these things like what you see in game one is going to be a lot different than game two and that's that's where coaching comes into it here like every game is is their own little series like you know as i said like you could you could steal game one or win game one and then all of a sudden like game two you're down like 20 to 10 you're like what the heck just happened this isn't the team we saw on saturday and it's It's coaching, it's adjustments and stuff. But that's, it's going back to Mike being in Golden State already. Like there's already that familiarity there where it's not like you're going to be catch up. You're going to play catch up on, you know, on Sunday morning after that game. Bobby believes I
1: know he I do. Kings six.
2: I do and I, what's I, the worst I, thing that could happen golden State fans can just tweet at me and <laughs> said that like like the Atlanta fan like the Atlanta fans after 17 ESPN employees picked the the heat to beat uh, Atlanta and then I gotta check my Twitter feed and it's like my name is in there like I, I feel like saying I've I've watched your team all year what made yeah. you think I believe in this 41 win Atlanta team here so that's the beauty of when you pick Like, people take this serious. Oh, yeah. So, except if you're Spears. Like, Sacramento fans need to give this guy crap. Mark has been the loyalist Sacramento fans. And he'll say to you, I said in seven games,
1: I don't
0: care. (laughs) Pick Sacramento.
1: Who cares?
0: You've been riding with them since July in the offseason. We were like, they're a playoff team. They're this. He said, he
1: texted me the other day, and he said that. He's like, Kings fans are turning on me. And I'm like, well, they're taking it personally, (laughs) Spears. Uh,
0: dude, well, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, hopefully we catch up with you later in the postseason. Maybe the Kings uh, get out of this thing. I don't know. It's going to we'll be fun.
2: A, we'll do a conference finals preview in
0: uh, early June or may, may. Bobby, you may have to be here for a conference finals. Well, well, they I, make I know it.
2: one place I won't have to see you guys is at the draft lottery. So yeah! you won't have to worry about that.
0: Yes. Well, Bobby, seriously, thanks so much for hopping on with us. And uh, keep up the great work, man. Enjoy the playoffs. Thanks, Bobby. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys.
1: Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo They tell you what they know, deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo The podcast that you know, deuce and mo.